Okay. I support you. 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 Oh, wow. In the real world. With cars and houses and time, there lived two bohemian housewives with deep Midwestern roots. Then one day, they were airlifted and dropped into the middle of Crown Heights, Brooklyn with their lawyers. These are their stories. Oh, I mean, that was... The plan was to go straight into, into the Law and Order, and then, and then, as predicted, as predicted, as predicted, <laughs> I went into Nine Hundred Two and One instead. She was like, "I, I know I'm going to start." I knew it. She was like, "I know I'm going to start singing the Nine Hundred Two and One soundtrack because I'm trying to sing the Law and Order soundtrack and I can't remember it, and the Nine Hundred Two and One just keeps coming out." And you and, did it. And it happened. And I lost and it. And it was right. And I pushed through. And you pushed through like a champion. And I also switched into um, kind of one of the underworlds of uh, Super Mario Brothers 1, like first yes. generation. That's what it was. Yeah, that was. Yeah, exactly. That, which also, which also, this is a, this, this was what came when I also tried to think of the Law and Order fucking intro. Mario and, who were those guys who were just, who? Oh, Becca, what? Into the you're surprised. You know what, Becca? Happy silver anniversary. Happy silver anniversary to you. Cheers. Cheers. What? What? How many that cheers? Was like that was so many people. You know, quadruple the number of cheers. And like, we've only had one guest before, so like, to think that we would have guests on our 25th anniversary, our silver anniversary, <laughs> is sort of like, it's wild. Mm-hmm. We've only had, it seems appropriate, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. But the most exciting part about it is that these people are, first of all, are lawyers. Number one, pew, 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 <laughs> lawyers. Number two, best friends. Besties. Besties, besties, besties. And I think there was a third one, but I can't remember it. Well, there's going to be a lot more of them <laughs> okay. as the night goes on. There's a lot more. It's all going to make sense, so stick around. So stick around, guys. They <laughs> are... Austin King and Sean Sebastian. Our lawyers here on the show. Say hi. Say hi. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. (laughs) Oh, it's just a joy. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Number three, can I start? Biggest fans. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. You know, we got to get our priors out there. We are huge fans. Huge fans. Really big fans. That's number three. Biggest fans. Biggest fans. That's probably what it was, Austin. You're always reading my mind. You know what I'm talking about all the time and I love it. This is, these are deep friends, guys. I'm surprised, but no, I knew. It's it's true. Cheers. Love it. Love it. Okay. There's been a lot of toast. Lots lots of stuff going on. Okay. This is great news. Uh, Guys, let's just jump into it. Okay. There's a my favorite segment on Real Housewives. You may know what it is. Could you say it? Tablescape. Tablescape. Yes, tablescape. So Becca, do you have a phone? Do you have your phone, or should I? Is this? Can we set a? Yeah. Is this whose phone is this? Mine. That's your phone. Oh, let's do it. I'll do it. Okay, so we're gonna set a one minute. Don't close your eyes. Both of you close your eyes. Both of you close your eyes. Becca, watch them while I set this. Yeah, close your eyes. Okay. Watch them. You guys, these are like our best friends. Do this with your eyes closed. No, 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 no. I need you to do it. No, but I'm just trying to. I don't want you to be able to prepare. Oh, I wanted to do a timer for one minute, (laughs) one hour. 
I was just, um... I wasn't gonna, that's not gonna make a room. Okay. All right, here we go. You're gonna be able to open your eyes when I say go, and you're gonna name every single thing that you see on the table in one minute and in great detail. Okay, are on your marks, get set, open your eyes, go. Do you want to Foil on a bottle, you both uh, Prosecco, wire, frame on the Prosecco <laughs> thing, microphone, uh, highlighter, hat, sculpture, euro. Lady, uh, phone. rotary phone. phone that hooks Hero into card. a speaker. Rotary phone's and nuts. Amy Coleman, <laughs> yes please, Metro card, ashtray, it up into a t-shirt? Yes! Um, <laughs> a stack of tarot cards. Court. Um, posters with Jimi Hendrix on Your them. Your phone. <laughs> and I love these coasters. Stay here for a minute. Yeah, it's yeah. it's good. It's good to have our best friends here. Yeah, I mean that was really terrific. That was terrific. We've got one more. We've got another uh, another segment coming up right now. Yeah. So I would just like you guys to address the question: Are you are <laughs> you a James Franco? That, that's right. The question was: Are you a James Franco? Not what do you think about James Franco? No, no. Or give us your thoughts on him. Just are, are you, you a fan? No. Are you a James Franco? Are you a James Franco? So, yes and no. I would say. Okay. I would say, like in some ways, like I like that he does a lot of different stuff. Sure. And like. I get that he's kind of like a dilettante at everything, but I'm kind of except impressed. Except acting, I would like to point out, except He's a acting. good actor. Like, he was really good in Pineapple Express. I thought he was like, so good in Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. He was so good. And, like, I like that he reads. And I like that he, like, right. knows poetry and, like, yes. all of that. Like, I like that he's interested in it. Yeah. He's, like, interested in a lot of things. He's, like, a cool celebrity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Having said all that, I, like, don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> no, but, like, I just, like, I'm glad. I think he's, like, doing a nice. good thing. All right. That has like, answered yeah. the question, are you yes. a James Franco? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I love think, it. I think it answered the question, what do you think about James Franco? A I little know, bit. I know. Oh, yeah. Are I, you one, though? Because... <laughs> The question is, are you one? Austin, I don't know if you feel like you're, you are or are not one. I said yes. Yes, you are. There I'm are many okay. James Fr- Francos, and I'm one yes. of them. Yes. You are. So. Yes. I agree. Great I reveal. Think, Great reveal. I think you both no are James Francos. I really do. Okay. Uh, we got a lot of stuff, so we're just going, um, oh, well, this is one that we can both kind of like have a, um, we, we want to know what, your relationship is with Astro Love. Astro, Astro Love. Love. <laughs> sort of inspired by the time on Sean's back deck where he explained like he like finally figured out what it was about Astro yeah. Love that was so appealing. So can I so can I first start with why I was like very resistant to the idea of sure, astrology sure, and sure, like sure. I didn't I really did not understand it. I didn't get it and like what bothered me about it was the idea that like there's these like planets that move in formation and we are like the way those move we like move also like marionettes to mm-hmm. that. And I was like it's not all like the idea that like my whole life could be like predicted by like planets moving out in outer space was just like very I just like that's what I thought of it yeah but then when I listened to your podcast really like, yeah. like I totally like actually like got a different understanding of mm. it because, mm. because like I did think wow about, yeah RHB changing Testament. astro love 
identities. No, yeah, no, actually, really, because really like turn them around. Turn <laughs> astro love. We got on a its, we on got its, on its head, on its Sebastian, feet. our lawyer. Welcome <laughs> to Astro Love. <laughs> so, like, what I like about it is, like, it, like, places you in the universe. It's not about, like, it's about, like, understanding, like, there's bigger things happening. Like, planets are moving all around each other. These things that haven't happened for hundreds of years are aligning in these ways. And, like, you're in this also. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, like is like a way to kind of like self-reflect. It's yes. like, it's not, I don't know, like when I you look at a tarot card a mirror in the sky. Yeah, I don't think it's a, it's a predictive thing. Diamond I think it's, a, yeah, it's a diamond and mirror. I think it's like, I don't think it's a predictive thing. I don't think it's like, this is what's going to happen. I think right. it's like, here's some ways to think about what's happening. That's how it is Maybe. for me. When I pull tarot Maybe. and when I like look at astrology stuff, I'm like, this is a way to move through the ways that I'm feeling right now. Yeah. This is the sort of like thing that this theory or philosophy has to say. Austin, do you? How, what's your relationship to astro love? It's my favorite thing. Is it? I'm shocked by that. Oh Why? my god, he's joking. Are you, oh, you're joking. It's my third favorite. Oh. Well, what, are your favorite? what are your favorites? What are your favorites? We've already kind of started in on what's going on with James, James Franco. Franco. <laughs> That's it was, it was a new one. twist, and that's top three. Top, okay. I'm with you, Tablescape number one. Uh-huh. And then Astro number three. Hmm. See, these are our three that we, we were knew. like, this is we knew. Yeah. This is exactly, these yeah. are our top three. We're asking sure. about all your favorite things. Okay, okay. So now we have a, like a really tough, this is kind of now a hardball. Now you're. A hardball. Are you already going into, no. No, here. I'm, I'm here. And um, so. Oh, okay, here You guys comes. are our lawyers. Mm-hmm. People have heard of you, yeah. and they've heard that you somehow managed to equally re- represent both of us at the same time for together and together separately and separately and jointly and severally jointly and jointly separately. and separately <laughs> and so we want to know first of all how do you manage to do that yeah and is that legal yeah and second of all we want to know how are we as clients yeah <laughs> okay we can answer question number two, but we cannot answer question number one. Really? Why? I'm just kidding. Oh. I just don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to answer question number two. I will answer question number one. Let's go in order. Let's go in order. So what it means is that <laughs> the Real Housewives of Bohemia as a unit. Yeah. Right. Whenever they need anything, yeah. Yeah. Austin and I will pool our collective intellectual resources, any resource we Bicycle have, resources. to defend yes. them yes. to Event the resources. Rooftop resources. Yes. Yes. Event, yes. like, notification. If you come after them, yes. you Facebook come after us. We are going yes. to go after you with yes. everything that we have. Yeah. Like, don't fuck with them because... Yeah. Explicit episode. Yo, it's every but time. Also, you guys, as your lawyer, I have to advise yeah. you to put an E on this episode. We do, every time. Every time. But every one time, time you missed it. No, I, I missed it a few times. No, they don't do it. I them. missed it a few oh, times. Oh, you told me no. it's them. <laughs> you tricked me. What I'm saying <laughs> is that the, the website I'm using might not make it that easy. But sure. I'll try yeah. to go back in later and we'll get a We'll get an E. I wish that they would give us one. It's more more legit. And then ask somebody else ourselves. stands to eat. It's like you listen to my song. Yeah, you listen yeah, to my yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, so how are we as clients? And <laughs> oh, I didn't explain all the other ways we represent you, though. We oh, also right, would right. represent each of you individually, yeah. and each of you against each other. Right, exactly. Right. Those are all <laughs> right. Yeah, so yeah. and is that legal? In the third <laughs> circumstance, where we have, we'd have to have a firewall within our legal partnership. Right. Uh huh. Sure. And each of you would get an advocate. Yeah. And we would have a like a negotiation. So what you're saying is that is there, there are ways around. Would, Austin, this. could we switch? Because I'm like switch every once in a while too. You know, like, that's exactly that right. Be At the beginning of our our. No, and then we no, should put our brains together. You know, yeah. In the contract that we never signed. Yeah. There's was no contract. A, there's exactly there is no contract, but the contract that we never signed had had said that in all circumstances. There was switching, there was non-representation, there was representation, there was all sorts of different fake sorts of things. There was taxation There was out-representation, there was all sorts of different stuff. But Austin, I want to know, uh, and again, that was never signed, but Austin, what, (laughs) how are we as clients? 
I mean, I think the listening public would have a good sense of it. Ready to go. You know, Ready I say as clients, a lot of fun. Oh, <laughs> cheers, everybody. Cheers, cheers. Do I need to go bop a new one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's get into one. <laughs> you gotta wait for the right moment, though. So yeah. Well, it's, all, it's always the right Laura's moment. Laura's not at a party. That's like yeah. a stereotype. So it seems like to me right now, one of my questions that I didn't uh, put in here that I think is an appropriate time to, to say it right now is can men, and we're going to go back to the three. I did make three that I never even, we didn't talk about that they're on Facebook. But can men sparkle? And can they sign a blood oath to party? Ooh. <laughs> so I liked that I'm question finding, when you posted. I yeah, enjoyed it. I liked it and I liked it that myself. Since you just said, wait, we've got to wait for the right moment. I think you can. You're, you're ready. Blood oath to party signed. Perfect. So. So. We're going into the big stuff, guys. These are the real questions. The big stuff's about to happen. And I think it's, I think what Becca and I have found is that we really we thrive in the mo- the deepest, most intellectual conversations that we have together. We really, when we're really going at a topic or an idea, the comedy and the, the wisdom just rolls, rolls effortlessly. And we, we totally trust that Sean and Austin here are... Spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Exactly. You know? there- oh! He did it! He did it! Oh! Sean Oh Sebastian. my God! What timing? Oh <laughs> my goodness. Sean's yeah. that was Sean's on drums over here. I can't. Nice I don't know. This is just oh. Sean's on drums. Alright. Well, Wayne's World, Wayne's World, Wayne's World. He's like the max to our Conan. <laughs> oh wait. Hold on. Emergency on the table. Emergency. There's like there's champagne on the on the table. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. There's champagne on the table. It's an emergency. Oh my god, everybody. It's that was a really emergency. intense cheers that we just had. No, it was major. Eugene okay. and oh, blood. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> here we go. Here we go. Here we now, go. Austin, how or when how and or when did you realize you were a feminist? How and or when? Um so, I was raised in a feminist household that never used the term. Mm. Huh. My mom was the principal breadwinner. My dad followed her to Milwaukee. And, like, she drove. And, like, he cooked. And they shared household duties. And he was really active in parenting us. And, like, they just modeled a really wonderful relationship. But uh, I think it's hard not to want to see that be a you know, universal arrangement. So I think that was how I became a feminist, but I didn't realize it until college and I became politicized and went to some meetings. What are the, okay, give Man, me an example I was of la- those meetings. I was laughing so hard and now I want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, examples of meetings. I want a couple examples of meetings. Well, uh... The first meeting of PAVE was a really big one. Uh-huh. Our friend Angela Rose honoring our sisters. Like, our, old, like really, this is 2001, I think, so a lifetime ago. And that meeting was really well organized, and it, she did just an amazing job of uh, letting survivors of sexual assault speak and testify, mostly for the first time ever in public, and just anyway. A lot of people there cried, and yeah. I was one of them in the back row, and sort of um, decided that that would be like I would want right. to work on that issue. And I mean, that your involvement with Pave is the reason why I met you. I mean, we yeah. met at a now meeting, but yeah, but it was because of that. So that's got to be the, the meeting. But the now meeting I yeah. met you was well, that was Different. pretty far the, yeah. along in being a feminist. At some yeah. point, you know, at some point it was a button that you put on, like, hey, I'm a feminist, and I'm a man, and yeah. I have a button mm-hmm. on my backpack that says feminist, yeah. or a t-shirt that says, this is what a feminist looks like, Yes. but I was a, an activist. Sean, how and, and or when did you realize you were a feminist? Um, so, that's interesting, like, that's, like, a really good story, that's, I mean, that's, it's, I guess for me it's not, it wasn't. 
I wish it was kind of like a wave that crashed over me, but it was kind of more like a rising tide in a way, like where it was, I was not a good feminist for a long time. Like, I think I was like a good Democrat, but I don't think I like understood that Can you talk about how you might be a good Democrat and not a good feminist? Well, I think like to me, there's no such thing as a good feminist, but for me, (laughs) I'm at a place where I think that like feminism is something like understanding, like understanding patriarchy is like understanding capital where it's like it organizes the entire world and Mm -hmm. it's totally unfair, right? And like, it's just like, insane how unfair it is and i'm a guy so it's like easy to not see that yeah right like it's easy to be like yeah this is the way it should be like why would i ever think it should be any other way right and there's like a lot of yeah like i i feel like if you like, if you met me in high school, I'd be, like, a de- like a voting Democrat. I'd believe in women's rights, but I wouldn't necessarily, like, understand that the world yeah. was organized according well, to Well, it was right, interesting right. that you, like, said capital is, like, you know, the analogy for you, too. Because it's, like, you know, for, like, bow hooks, for example, yeah. you know, like, all of those systems are interlocking. Like, for people who understand things in that way, it's, like, yeah, that's absolutely true. Like, they, yeah. they're not only, like... Similar, but probably the same thing. And, like, I... It's harder... It's easier for me to actually, like, understand the, the, like, negative thing that I'm working against or whatever, right? Like, So, like, if I understand that the world is is organized according to patriarchy and according to white supremacy and according to capitalism, it's like, this is everything... Like, there's so many ways that Mm -hmm. this is terrible that just, like... It's like a level of understanding the world, right? Like, when you understand yeah. about capital, you're like, oh, I get, like, everything right. is organized according to this. Right. And when you understand patriarchy, it's like, oh, shit. I mean, let's everything is organized. Let's just ask the, the question that way. goes with this. That's right. So we want you guys to answer, how does the patriarchy work against men? Oh. Like, we all know how it works against women. And you've just been pointing that out. Because so here's, I think, here's, here's oh. why. I just want to like say, because I feel like there's a lot of discussion that I completely agree with and I'm so happy is happening of like the super fucked up standards of masculinity. But I think that it's also something that comes up, like, up against the feminist movement, right? Like it's like there's the men's rights movement. Like it's like this kind of like thing that like we're not there's no attention paid to what the patriarchy does to dudes. Yeah. I just feel like that's... I, I'm excited to hear what you have yeah. to say. I think too often the pitch to men is made in um, of like these patriarchal frames, which, right, it's like, think of your sister, think of yeah. your mom, yeah. think of your daughters. One truth is that having daughters is a... That's like the only proven way to make men feminists, yeah. is make them responsible for little women. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or, like, you know, have really deep, long conversations with them, but that takes so much time. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, good books. Or... There are studies yeah. about this. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. But, um, no, it does affect men, and you have to, I think you have to actually talk about how it affects men mm-hmm. to get them to think about it. Right. If they're not going to have daughters in the near future. That's what I think, too. So that, we thought you guys would be good at talking about that. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, my, like, the one of the biggest ways that patriarchy limits men is, like, you don't, like, fully understand women. Like, like you can understand women as, I don't know, like, on some level, your property or on whatever, you know, like, it, like, limits their humanity. Mm-hmm. Like, understand, like, being a feminist is just, like, recognizing women's humanity and all the different ways they can be and, like, understanding them as equal humans. And it's weird that, like, a lot of, like, maybe most men, I don't know, like, don't actually get to see the full range of female humanity. I don't know. It's, like, a really right. different thing than male humanity. Yeah. And you don't... If you're, like, blinded into seeing women into particular ways, you don't see everything. And it's, like... Yeah. You're missing out on, like, a lot of people. You're missing out on, like, half of humanity. You're, like... I don't know. I kind of feel like... There's part of me that feels like it's, like, partially 
there's a there's like a violent like you guys are not violent people at all. Oh shit, yeah. But you know, like I feel yeah. like that's a way of expressing the emotions that aren't allowed to come out, and I feel like that's something that patriarchy does to dudes. It's like there's no way you're not allowed to feel or emote or express, and like, and thus it turns into like aggression and violence. I mean, and you know, I just I feel like that's an emotion that's accept, allowed and accessible to men. And I think that's, I mean, one of the majorly fucked up parts of what being the, like, dominant... Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's a weak thing to feel your emotions. So it's like, men don't, because that's not, that's weak. And then there's also testosterone, and, you know, right. that fucks shit up. Yeah. Without being able to express. Yeah. That's a, that's when I think about the patriarchy. That's, it's like, really in, in dudes. It's, 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 there's actually it's good so evidence sad. that men have a so if you took them outside of the patriarchy and raised them on an island uh, where that was not the dominant organizing mode they would use a full octave more of their voices and that hmm. they give that up to what so men literally can't express themselves oh, in certain ways in this in the patriarchy and uh, but of course that's they like can't have high voices yeah it's effeminate it's you know it's like, so we've wild. We've been dealing with millennia of discrimination against yeah. gay people, yeah. gay men in particular. Like, yes. people not, not that they have it worse off than lesbian Anyone women, else, but like, yeah, exactly. In terms but... of these, the ways it impacts masculinity, it's always been this bright pink line, right? And yeah. I mean, it's so crazy, too, because it's, like it's like what no. sounds like a figure of speech. Like, men can't express a range of emotions. Yes. Like, is, like, bodily. You know, that's yes. amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. To think of that being true, yes, that that range is blocked somehow. And you can't, you can't also can't forget in terms of ways it affects men that the vast majority of working class men would get a huge household income increase if we solved pay equity, and their wives or living right. partners made a dollar on the dollar instead of seventy-seven cents on the dollar. Right. Thank Boom, motherfuckers! It is. Cheers to that! Cheers to that! Cheers, Cheers, motherfuckers! Get with it, America! I will break the champagne glasses. It, I don't give a fuck. And patriarchy get a raise. Yes, <laughs> and patriarchy get I a raise. I want to move to Canada so bad. Also, it would be really I good for unions. And we would have more people organized. Uh, what yes. a terrible, wonderful country. Yes. All right. Yes. So... I, God bless America, Lord. Yes, blessing. God bless America. I am <sighs> so proud. I truly am. I am deeply proud to be. Can we just do a brief throwback to when that was no your catchphrase? No, I, I still say it. You is guys, it, it's not, I don't say it as much as I used to, but I did used. To, this is something that I don't know if I've ever admitted do to it. you. Go. Is that I used to when something great was happening, I would just kind of, I would just shout out a God bless America. God this is, bless America. God bless America. You know what? This is great. I don't this know if you ever stop doing that. I still say it, but maybe <laughs> okay, not as often. Certainly. Because it used Doesn't to be feel surprising. truly, because I really did feel like this is happening because I am in America. I love this. <laughs> this is great. All right. Question. Why do men catcall and how should women react? Mm. Two-part question. Wow. I don't want to answer number two because it <laughs> asks us to say what women should do. Disagree with the premise. Boom. Lawyer. Boom. Lawyer, lawyer, question lawyer. Question really oh, good. No. Question I mean, really it's, good. It's, it's so true. Like Lee's blooper in here. You know what? It's like, there's like, like, there's an environment in which like, um, like, it's basically like an, an incredibly hostile, violent environment and it's like, what should you do to deal with this? It's like, how about, why don't, like, men who constitute oh, yeah, this sorry. environment Separate try to Separate change, question. like, it how they act? We like, were trying to imply a cause and effect. Yeah. That's interesting that you read one into it. Why do men catcall and how should women react? So yeah. men catcall because they think, like, they can. Like, they, they're, yeah. like, invade. So I think, like, it's basically, I don't know. So I think it's like, you see someone who's like, pretty or hot or whatever, and you feel like entitled to like, insert yourself into their day. Right, and that's like, what I think it is. It's, it's just like, it's just like, yeah. I don't think, and I certainly don't think, I, like all men do it by any means, but the people who do it feel entitlement to a woman's time period. 
No, and not, not just they won't do it. They won't do it if a man is there. This is the hard yeah. thing about. Oh, yeah. right. So it's really hard as right. a, as a male ally of people who get catcalled. This is and the trick. Enemy of the catcallers. Right. Yeah, have a really hard time telling who they are because they do not do it in front of them. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's such a trick. Yeah, it's yeah. your by yourself. That's how. That's. I mean, that's also like that's true. Every girl knows that the best way to get someone to stop talking to you is to say, "I have a boyfriend." boyfriend. Everybody knows that. And that's because, like, that's the... You will tell them to, like, respect you and leave you alone and whatever. And the only thing that works is, I have a boyfriend. This is, like, a known fact among women. What? Okay. This would be an interesting counter-revolution in the language. If women who were not interested in men said something other than... No, they I try. Have a no, 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 no. They do. No, no, no. no they, go, they go... I have syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that could be funny. code for you're an asshole. Yeah. Get away from me. Yeah. Well, I told a guy to go I mean, we fucking can try. like Abby and Alana. Hashtag I, lo- I have smiled. sympathy with this. I tried. <laughs> I told a guy that I, I just told him to go fuck himself, and he laughed super loud, which was like also like a just a dig at me too. Like I was just like fuck you. Like I just wanted to rip yeah. his face off. We were talking about how street harassment season has started in New York City and swapping experiences which I'm going to try to keep a log up this summer a log's a great idea should be interesting but it, it already feels like very sketchy like it's already like is there an app for that <laughs> is there an app for that yeah where you can just like hit I know street, you know like maybe asshole maybe and there's... then like there's a GPS signal and then like they could be you know mapped and yeah. GPS or whatever there should be. There should be. You could identify hotspots and then have like, you okay, know, so take back the night. Why do men cat girl games. call? And girl games. You, you both refuse to answer. How Not Austin enough girl gangs. Not Austin did just call out girl gangs. Girl Shout gangs. out to girl gangs. Why do men cat call? Not enough girl gangs. Not yeah. enough girl gangs. Okay, we need more girl gangs. That's great. Uh, okay, just really quick, just a quick little uh, round. What are some women artists of all kind, visual, uh, musical, yeah. all literary? Sorts of yeah. Literary. So, like, do we just name them out? Or uh, yeah, and up? pause so, at any point that you want to elaborate. Who okay. have. Hold on, we've got yeah, another emergency. Yeah, okay. That's okay, just, we've got so an emergency. I can just, like, say stuff and if anything do you. We could, I can talk about yeah, whichever we'll pause one. You if we want you to. Okay. Yeah, we'll so, just, like, just name some. Um. Uh, Helen Frankenthaler, um, the Raincoats, um, fucking Amy Sedaris, um, Amy Poehler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Uh, Sydney Sherman. Yes. Uh, Patty Smith. Yeah. Um, Yoko Ono. (laughs) Uh, Fucking. Go back up. Fucking. Um, Gilda Radner, Sarah Kinney, like. Tori Amos. Kathleen Hammer and all yes. her permutations. Bjork. <laughs> yeah, Bjork, um, yeah. Okay, wait, Austin, <laughs> go ahead, because that was great. Oh, I'm just going back. I'm going back okay. to you. I'm going yeah, back. Just great. throw I'm, in a couple. I'm really having like a soundtrack in my head, so I'm thinking about like, so I said Tori Amos. Tori Amos. Tori Amos. I also think about Courtney Love, who Cor- yes. got a shout out on the last episode, yes. I believe. Yes. Shout um, out to Courtney. You know, Bjork and all her Icelandic weirdness. Like, I didn't go to the MoMA thing, but... Right, nor did I, but great. I love her music videos. Yes. They opened my eyes. Poets. Poets. Becca Claver. Becca, <laughs> Becca Claver! My favorite poet, Becca Claver. Thanks, Rev. <laughs> there she is. Friends. Sean, do you have more? Look, give, give me some more. Uh, uh, Nikki Giovanni. Yes. Uh, yeah. Diane DeFrimo. Oh, Prima. fucking yes. Erica Badu. Yes. Uh, Aretha mm. Franklin. Jill Scott's yes. coming to town. Uh, Get these names uh, right yeah. off the top That's of their head. That's what I'm saying. Uh, look at these men. We did people. not show uh, yeah. them <laughs> questions <laughs> in advance. They just look came up these with men on the spot. Look at them and hear them speak. I'm <laughs> so excited. I All love it. All these names in the air. It's just a rejuvenation. Out. So many snaps. Standing. So what's up next? Now we are gonna <laughs> toss you another hardball. Here we go. Do feminists have a right to be man haters? And how can men try not to feel so man bashed? Can I say something? <laughs> yes, feminists have the right to be man haters. And you know what? 
Do you count like, yourself among them? Would you hate? Would man? you hate like a, a whole fucking like half the population who like I mean like honestly like there's a lot at stake like people. Like, domestic violence is a real thing. Like, violent men against women, like, causes so much human suffering on, like, the most profound level. Yeah. Almost everyone knows someone who's Mm -hmm. been personally touched, if they have not themselves been personally touched by, like, the tragedy of, like, male violence. Mm -hmm. It is, like, how do you not hate that? Like, I hate... Yes. I, like, I hate men. I hate, like... As an umbrella. As an umbrella. Like, as, as an umbrella. As a theory. As an umbrella. I'm with Not three, as a person. I'm with yeah. three white people. I hate white people. Right. right? Like, yes. in that yes. same yes. way. Yes, exactly. Like, I the hate, exact like, thing. I hate rich people. Like, you just have to. Like, mm-hmm. it's the way... Like, the world is organized completely. I keep coming back to this. It's just, like, mm-hmm. so unfair. But it's don't so you... fucking unfair. I agree with you yeah. 100 fucking percent. I, I do, 100%. You have no hate the game, don't hate the player kind of feeling about The game people. is fucked up. About like, people what? who like, benefit no. from no, these no, systems. No. The game is ignorance. rigged, you guys. Yeah, the game's yeah. rigged. The game's fucking rigged. So why, don't, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? It's because you want to defeat your enemies with love. So, like, this is something, actually, Nan Golden, that's another person. So, like, Nan Golden had um, a thing when she, I wish, I can't remember this quote, but it was just, like, this beautiful sentence, and I wish I could remember it verbatim, but the basic sentence was, I can't, like, she has these, like, intense female friendships that are, like, on the verge of, like, basic, like, yeah, like complete partnerships, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. As you normal as what whatever. And like people say like you've experienced domestic violence. Like you've gone through all of this. Like why do you why are you a heterosexual? You have all of this. And there's something about like the difference and like whatever whatever it is, it's just like she like keeps going like there's something there for her. And there's no, something... I mean, I think it's, like, deeply embedded in the patriarchy. Yeah, but the, it's... The, the need, the... I don't know. I mean, we're told we're not supposed to take up space at all, you know? And I feel like that Who's a... we, we are told not to take I mean, up? Women. Oh, women. Oh, right, yes, yes. Yeah, totally, totally. So, you know, when violence is perpetrated against us, when that's so deeply embedded, there's sort of, like, a, a sense of deserving... However, I see... So when men are feeling man-bashed, do you think they have a right to hashtag yes all men, not all men, whatever they do? Not all men. Uh, I'm fucking... I (laughs) fucking hate this shit. I hate this shit. Not all men, like, all lives matter, like, this shit. All lives matter is the funniest. Fuck this shit. Fuck it. What a joke. Fuck it. It's like, that's so profound, dude. I like how you turned it into that. No. It's just oh, like, I'm actually like really grateful that you guys equate those things. Like knowing that you equate those mm-hmm. two hashtags yes. like makes me feel yes. more optimistic about the state of the world. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Cheers, dudes. You're but they're not like, exactly right. I don't think like I don't know. They're not equal. They're not the same. They're two totally different things, right? Like they're two horrific things like but racism and patriarchy they're racism, organizing principles and racism whenever... and patriarchy are two terrible things <laughs> that intersect in a million different ways right. yes. like they're they're not the same they're but they are they both terrible and you talent. experience them both at the same time and like it's and like men and women and white and uh, uh, and like every in like uh, whatever it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. Whatever. Yeah. Sorry. Let me ask you a couple. Let me ask you a Yeah, yeah. We got it. Sorry to be such a. We got it. We got it. We got it. Listen, it's important. This yeah. is, this has been a deep episode. We've yeah. had our laughs. We've had our there's all, our depths. Yes. There's always a depth, especially when we're we're addressing the hard hitting feminist issues. You guys are. This is a real hard hitting. It's a. This is a hard hitting deal. Here's the next one. What feminist issues have been most urgent for you, past, present, future? Austin mm. King. 
So I told the story about going to Angela's first PAVE meeting and yes. doing fighting against that one tip of the violent spear of the patriarchy that is sexual violence uh, has been like a cause of mine and a, I don't know, I've spent a lot of time and effort on it. You want to talk about the Bill of Rights? A long time. We are, my most recent uh, great Facebook post pride was about, <laughs> uh, a resolution in the House of Representatives that's sponsored by Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who's the chairwoman of the Democratic National Committee and a congresswoman from Florida. And whoever the Republican leader of the RNC is, mm-hmm. Wagner, Representative Wagner from maybe Virginia. I should know that, and I don't. That's okay. I don't know much about the GOP. That's okay. Anyway, they sponsored a resolution encouraging all the states and the whole nation to adopt a Massachusetts-style Bill of Rights for Sexual Assault Survivors. Yes. And I'm not sure if it's passed. I don't think it has. But it was introduced with many a dignified co-sponsor, so it sort of had its effect because all it was doing anyway was encouraging the states to do so. So now there's this little, uh, you know, national Ripple. push yeah. uh, that hopefully will get some momentum behind. And it's... Not, it's not a very controversial piece of legislation, but it does create a way for someone who's using uh, the services of the state crime lab to deal with a rape kit or a toxicology kit can track where it is and get like reasonably timed updates about the status of the testing. Does anyone know the stats on that? This is like an insane atrocity in the United States that people know about, but maybe somebody doesn't know about it. So does anyone know the stats on the rape the rape, rape kits? kits? Like oh, how many thousands are many. just like untested sitting in storage? Well every year there's a news article about, you know, Detroit finds ten thousand untested rape kits in warehouse after a fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Two thousand of them were destroyed. But we'll test the other eight thousand now that we found them but it's like the last priority of funding always because it's these cases go cold and it's really you know it probably affects dozens of cases on like an annual it's like not that many cases where like injustices are done and justice is you know lost because of this problem it's a lot of like cases from 20 years ago that maybe could have been solved eventually and the justice for patty case in madison yes where this oh just terrible case and um, the police bullied this victim into recanting her testimony and then when she complained about it she was blind and she was raped at knife point by a, a, someone who entered her home and when she complained about it the district attorney prosecuted her for filing a false complaint and she Jesus. faced those yes. charges for yes. two years Why? until the, the state crime lab in Wisconsin tested the rape kit from her case and it came back a match to a guy who right? was imprisoned Fuck this shit uh, so fucking hard. I want to fucking uh, fuck man. everything up. That's the way the world works if you're paying attention. And these that's what I'm lawyers saying. of ours fuck pay unflinching attention. Sean, they are the Jeez. best. What is she Thank you, you for your work on. on we got her justice at the we end. We did a little bit of justice. You worked I mean, very hard we on that. Called it justice for yes. Patty. But really, her, years of her life have been really taken. But terrible. but listen, what we're talking about here is men that have deeply impacted feminist work as well as women, period. Yeah. Real allies. Real allies, That's people. True, real allies. This is what it Sean, looks like if you're wondering, how do I do it? How do I do it? Turn it up. Turn it up. So, I, I okay, I, I feel like I've kind of, like, been talking, like, depersonalized, like, in a way of, like, systems, et cetera, et cetera, but, like, to me, it's also very, it's like, I don't know. It's a personal thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It just... No, that's a good answer. That's yeah, I think um, it's great. The personal is the political. political. Yeah, so what like for me, this is like... Is it about so this is Like friendships? No, or no, 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 no. Well, yes. Yes and no. But like, for me, like, like I was saying, I was like a good Democrat in like, high school and even college but I didn't understand like the world was organized according to patriarchy but I went to India after college and I like lived there for two and a half years and it was like this arrogance of being an American in India and like I have some kind of expertise that can help these people solve these problems so I can like look at like what are the problems and like when yeah, so, like, patriarchy expresses itself differently in India, 
And when I came back to the U.S., people would be like, oh, you're working with women in India. Like, that's where the real problems are. Like, right, these sure. women in America just sure. fucking complain, but they oh, yeah. got it good right. here, right? Sure, like, yeah. sure, sure. And, like, I was just like, right. no, like... It's the same shit organizes everything. It's like, so there's like also racism that like allocates all these things. There's also like capitalism that allocates all these things. There's all these different fucked up systems that like make the world that we have. Right. And like, you can't say like white women complaining about feminism in the US. You can't like pit that against like, I don't know. It's... You well, can't, the whole, the, I mean, the whole you can't say like is, one isn't a problem and the other actually is mm. because it's all the same thing. Right. And like, like Audre Lorde would say like the whole purpose is to like try, like of the power structure is to try to pit those groups against each other. Right. In other words, that that's like a strategy to like keep everybody down by make them, making them just fight with one another, you know, yeah. instead of like fighting the larger forces that are all working against all of them. And patriarchy. Right. Get a raise. And patriarchy, get a raise. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's also like these things intersect within an individual, right? So, like, I am a person of color. I'm not black in America. Like, I'm Indian, which is like different, but I'm also not white. And those are like anti black racism and white supremacy organize America. And I'm like in this place, but like, I'm also male in patriarchy, right? Like, each one of us, like you guys, like There's you're so a woman, many but you're yeah. also white. Yes. You're a woman, but you're also white. You're yes. like a woman who's white, who's of a certain class. Like yes. I'm a man who's like not white, not black, of a certain class. We're like, all cisgender. We're all like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Cis privilege up in here. Copping to it. Copping to it. Everywhere. So that's why I feel like also I can like be a man and hate Austin men. Set me up. Austin set what? me up. Lawrence says. No. Mm. I didn't. I totally missed that. (laughs) We're good. What I will say is... Oh, I have a thing to say about identities because Sean mentioned it. Um, Last night I went on a feminist field trip with Marley, who's my wonderful girlfriend. And um, we saw... I'm going to butcher her name probably... Chimamanda Adichie, the uh-huh. Nigerian oh, yeah. um, author, <laughs> and she, she's just quite incredible. Don't do it over the table. But she talked about being a a black African person with strong American roots. She went to college here um, and has lived here, but she lives in Baltimore, and so she's been at these events and experiences it as a complete outsider. But it's like not that's not her racial phenotype what she said you know right she's very dark skinned black African woman from Nigeria and she's Igbo and she but she talked about how she actually is one of the maybe you know one of the few people who has that she's not a black American right and that she hasn't experienced like in the literary wounding terrible race caste system we have in the United States yes but that's just when she's in Nigeria she experiences her gender it's more salient in Nigeria because race doesn't play a factor and then in the United States it uh, it's so predominant. Yeah, it's and then, like, different thing. In Baltimore, it's just, it's always been so predominant. And yeah, it was a really beautiful speech. Okay, so we haven't heard from Sean about what feminist issues have been most urgent for him, oh. past, present, and future. So, so this is something where it's like there's so many different parts of this problem, and like some of them are like so horrifying that you can barely like think about it. Like, Sexual violence, domestic violence, like all of those yeah, things. Like, there are a few you're working on, I think. But I'm so I can't. I like that stuff is just like I can't, and I I don't know. Sure. I really respect people who can like. I just yeah. So for me, I'm working on an issue on uh, getting people like fair scheduling. So like, if you work at Target or. If you work at Target, sorry if this is one of your sponsors, but if you work at Target or Starbucks or fucking Forever 21 or fucking The Gap or whatever, like, there's all these terrible scheduling practices that will fuck up your life, right? Like, so you are, like, you're a person, you're like a single mom, you are trying to get 
work, all the work that's available in retail, fast food, and a lot of other fucking industries is part-time. They don't give you full-time or full-time benefits, so people have to get multiple different jobs in order to just fucking pay the rent because no one's paying... No one's even giving people hours. Like, you could get a job at McDonald's and have 10 hours a week. Right. And, like, those 10 hours could come back any time. And if you don't pick them up, then they're not going to be there next time. Right. So you're just, like, whole life is, like, waiting for these hours to come. And when those hours come, like, you can, be, they can be like, okay, I've got, like, four hours this weekend. Get a babysitter. Get on the bus that takes you to the train. Right. Take the train. And get Fuck. to work, and you've got an eight-hour shift. You're going to make eight hours of minimum wage, and you get to work after all that, and after two hours, they send you home because there's, like, not enough business, so right. they send you home. It's like, like 60 you bucks. lost right. that. You lost you money went. by going yeah. to work that day. Uh, right. right. Right? And, like... It's a feminist issue. Absolute yeah, feminist issue. Absolute feminist issue. And, you know, like, this... These are sectors that are like primarily women of color, also, yes. right? Like, this is, it's, it's, a, it's like so horrifying because like you think of like the minimum wage and it's like, is your time per unit like not worth this? It's like people kind of say like, basically people who are kind of like against a minimum wage are basically like. You deserve to suffer and slowly die, right. right? Like that's like if you work forty hours a week and you like earned this wage, you couldn't pay rent, like right. you couldn't do anything, you couldn't yeah. get healthcare, and like a lot of people think that's the way you deserve to live if you do certain jobs, right? Like that's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so fucked up, deeply fucked yeah, up, right? Is. And like and not only that, so that's unfortunately like, affects women of color. Yes. Right, and so like that is fucked up in and of itself. That isn't even the time thing. The time thing is fucking like, yeah, you're hired for fucking ten hours this week. Be prepared. I take up all your time. You don't know when you get to go into work. You get, you're on call. You're on fucking call, and then like you don't get called in. And in ten weeks, you don't get called in. Nine weeks, one week, they call you, and you're like. I fucking, like, can't find a babysitter. And they're like, fine, you're fired. Like... Or I have a flu, I have the flu, fine, you're fired. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible. Yeah. It's Basically. awful. Yeah. yeah, it's fucked up. And that's up. like... Feminist issue. Yeah. It's a deeply feminist issue. All right. So is guys, the, the this is question... like the least funny episode. I feel terrible. No, there's like, we <laughs> no, have, it's, it's like... It's not true. That's not true. We have a lot of not funny episodes. Okay. We have a lot of episodes that I feel like we... Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of episodes where we feel like fun like, versus funny. Yeah, yeah. we're having fun. Where we do a lot of you know. We've got some other ki- kinds of questions. To ask. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm getting. I know. I, I I'm I'm prepared for it. I've been. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it because the next question we have is also a deeply feminist uh, issue, and that's the thing is like we're having we have very serious episodes. So welcome to one of them. <laughs> So I wanted to hear what you guys think about mansplaining. (laughs) I I have a short thought about it. It was a useful term that captured a dynamic really well and has since been lost to the public. Lost to the public? I don't think it means much anymore. Really? Oh, I think it's like a word that is now in the like lexicon of women use it. Yeah. Sean. Sean. So I will say like mansplaining is to me like it named something that's real that is maybe it's like the thing that I keep doing. (laughs) (laughs) So you catch yourself mansplaining? All the time. I did it this like today you were like telling us how we're going to set up the podcast. And I was like, Lauren, 
I think Who we should do a set. Jack, like, 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 and Lauren's and like, Lauren yeah, I know. And then Lauren gave me a secret cue to don't forget to ask about mansplaining. No, she said it out loud. Uh, I did slightly, slightly. I wanted to prepare I was you. Blah, blah, I was preparing blah, blah, blah. you. I was preparing you for this hard-hitting question. About, yeah. Okay. So it's it's cool to admit you're a mansplainer and just to, like uh, try to be better, right? Like that's yeah. the example yes. we want. Yes. I mean, like yes, yeah. of course, because it's like. I wish I could say that, like, the world that I live in, which is organized according to these principles, had no effect on me. And, like, I am right, free no. of the patriarchy. No. And I've, like, none of it is inside of me. Like, I wish I could say that. But, like, I can't. And I'm constantly, like... I have to say something. Kind of, yeah. I have to know. say something. Because there is something about mansplaining that I think, at least in the first round, was sort of, like, with the type of character that would be, like, very, like... You know what? Let me tell you something here. Like Austin and Sean are not of that. Like when we when they're like they're talking about like admitting the fact that like on occasion they might make suggestions to women. Like that's like there is a but like in, there in her is, area of expertise. That's it in her area of expertise. And, yeah. Yes. Like I have no idea about this, but I right. think I might have something. To I tell would you like to point out if Sean would ever shut. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out <laughs> oh my God. that I was yes. I was waiting the whole episode to try to like spring this question on you guys, and every single time, every single time, I was like really paying attention. I mean, I was paying attention the whole time. <laughs> sure, sure, but like every single time, I was really paying attention. I was like, oh, they're just mansplaining totally correct ideas about feminism. They are! <laughs> that's how I felt. I want to say that too. Like, that's how I felt. Like, I was like, we never even could get it in. We had to stop ourselves from our list that we have and look at our asterisks and see like, oh, it hasn't even come up naturally because they're actually just like talking about the exact ideas that I think about in a I mean, there with. was no test, but you just passed, but you passed <laughs> it. Congratulations. Congratulations, you guys. Hey, happy silver tapes. <laughs> only in retrospect was there a test. Mansplaining <laughs> feminism is automatically eliminated. They're, they're in, guys. They're in. RHP Good thing we asked you such great questions. They're in the uh, bunker. Um, they're in the bunker. Now, Let's ask this most next, important question. Next up, really serious question. Ding dong, ding de ding de dong, ding 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 dong, ding de dong. What is your favorite podcast? Wow. Oh. Uh, they look really distressed. Yeah, I can do. I can do. I can do. You're gonna do top three. I'm gonna do top three. Go ahead. I'm gonna do top four. Okay, sure. Quick. Number four, Comedy Bang Bang. Number three, WTF podcast. Number two, you made it weird. Number one, the Real Housewives of Bohemia. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, This American Life didn't crack the top four. <laughs> Did you hear Suck it, Ira. <laughs> Did you hear cereal? No. Cereal? Yeah. No. No. This American Life? <laughs> Over. Over. Last year? No. 90210 Remembrance? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do look. I don't know if that's something, but maybe I'll All right, it. so we went from top five top on five, Daily Talks, okay. top four with Sean. Now we'll. Oh, Austin, I don't know King. what Austin, uh, what do you have? Top three. Top three. Number three. The ethicists. Ooh. Ooh. He's making a face. Uh, it's not the most enjoyable 22 minutes of your Thursday morning, but it's interesting. Oh. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> nice to okay. For a third place, that's a weird yes. place. <laughs> Number two, Serial. Was hooked. Okay. Can't wait for the second season. Yeah. I said it. It revolutionized podcasts for all time. Wow. wow! Well, but it's still only number two, so who cares? Yeah, fuck yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Number one. What is it? Number one. What? The Real Housewives of Bohemia. Who's top 
two lists are you going to be on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you got, if You're you out there. You got two, lists. <laughs> you have a top two. Real Housewives of Bohemia at gmail.com. Real Housewives Send of, us of your Bohemia. top two podcasts with Real Housewives of Bohemia you have a podcast in the number off? one slot. <laughs> Recommend one other podcast. <laughs> we'll listen to it. Sure. Why not? Or we'll just post it on our Tumblr two weeks after you send it. <laughs> All right, and just you know, we want to make sure to maintain our legacy yeah, as we're going yeah. forward, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, we just yeah, have yeah, a couple yeah. concerns, and one of them is like the contract that our lawyer Sean signed about doing our wiki and yes. being in charge of that. I don't remember signing a contract. We were just, we were just going to negotiate with Brock. We were just wondering, mm-hmm. like, what are the plans for that? And because I got to my okay. And um, do you... If you're interested in internship at Real Housewives of Bohemia, please <laughs> email realhousewivesofbohemia at gmail.com. There's a really interesting archival project that would be great for... And what are you paying? I mean, it's, I mean, we could do course credit if you deal with all the paperwork. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Something. Real Housewives of Bohemia intern Kickstarter that doesn't ever go on Kickstarter starting now. I'm doing 10 bucks. I got 10 bucks for the intern. Listen, here's what it is. It's a two-hour project. Here's what it is. Real Housewives of Bohemia has an internship available for the summer. Um, it includes a two-hour commitment. <laughs> two-hour total. To make, a wiki. Hours total? to make a wiki. Half hour interview, half hour interview, no. one hour of typing. And it's... No, 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 you have to listen to all the episodes. Uh-uh. You need to listen to all the episodes. That's the bare minimum. Yeah. Only Sean has done that. We can fill in the details. Only Sean has done that? Austin's done it too. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I keep, you know, I'm keeping a blacklist and it's all the people who started well, oh, listening to RHB after we got real famous. So. Well, I've been listening from the beginning. How do we know it. I know the. I've got like it? guys. I've got like the basement tapes. Of yeah. Real Housewives of Bohemia. You do. You it's do. You think Halloween so? You think uh, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. No, of but there's secrets. way more. Right, there's so. way more. Sean, any secrets. thoughts about the wiki? Oh, how are you going to do it besides intern? Because I have. I for so you. like. You're just passing this. I up. think you don't care. You're fired. <laughs> okay, you're right, Becca. I second you. That oh, you, have, you have not read the contract. <laughs> Fire us. We this are on fire. This, this is Real Housewives of Bohemia colon The Apprentice. You're fired. You're both. Well, no, you're not fired because you're not. Wait, we haven't answered. I mean, we haven't answered your part of No, Austin. Yeah, we're a package deal. You are, but what I'm saying is. Austin, that, how will you be promoting RHB? Oh, see, see, That's good see, see. see. How will I be promoting RHB? Other than as a hype guest. What's your vision? Yeah, what's the vision? Give us, lay it out for us. The Real Housewives of Bohemia has a very interesting intellectual property neighborhood. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Say more, of, say more. There's a lot of free change to the outsides of the actual Real Housewives. Uh, probably recorded trademark or copyright or whatever. <laughs> We're going to figure it out. What witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but we, they do have no, a witchcraft character. And That's you true. guys have developed a whole a intricate world that has to be protectable. <laughs> and... Which optionable character. for a television series. That's true. Tell them about it, Sean. Trace to witchcraft character. If you're tuning in on the right side. <laughs> Austin, I'm sorry. You no, know, witchcraft will be involved. Sorry, dude. Because we just sorry, had, we, we just we had, had a call back to we, we just had a call back to the drinking game because I said witchcraft character and Becca said, <laughs> you mean witch. witch. <laughs> Which means you're supposed to drink anytime <laughs> I say something in the incorrect manner but still get the meaning across. <laughs> Which is a witchcraft yeah, character. Yes, exactly. So I apologize. Was, yeah. I apologize. I okay, love you. I love so you okay, finally, finally, lightning round. Do you have any questions for I know you do, Sean. Austin, Austin, do you not? I mean, I have one question. Okay. Oh my god, Austin just grabbed the fucking tarot pack. Will you be on for another 25 episodes? Yes. Past Lives is the the card that Austin just pulled. And this, Out of the Osho, which is a very powerful deck for me and for Becca and... Let me tell you something. This to me says yes, there will be another 25. And let me tell you, you are on our 50th anniversary. Now, what do you get for 50? Gold? 
I have all these <laughs> diamonds and gold. Sean, do you gold have any trips. questions for us? Oh my god. Um, yeah, I actually have a question. Okay. I have a question. All right. All right. <laughs> You spoke on a previous podcast. Oh, boy. About, about, like, I forget what it was called, but it was like, you went to, it was like a performance art show where they had like nine feminist principles. Oh, 13. 13, yes. Yeah. So, like, you always have future feminism in round rooms. Round spaces. Yes. One of them was like, think of organizational models or thinks of governments that are uh, circular. Mm -hmm. I would like to know what is your feminist utopia? Like, how do you organize? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that is a. Hard, I mean, I could write a book about <laughs> yeah. that shit. You know, but just like free associate, what would yeah. it be? Yeah, I will say from my point of view that I don't let myself imagine that very often because no. it feels very painful. Me too, because mm. it can't ever be a thing, which is why. I've, I subscribe to radical feminism because I just don't believe that it's ever, ever can ever be upon us within what's where we are in this space and time. And like, here's something that first when you say that, and it's like round. If if we're working with if we're taking a liberal approach and working within the system that we have right at this exact moment, but I'm still trying to emulate that. I once saw this like design, I think it was maybe on apartment therapy, this thing that was like, choose it, choose which image you like better. It was sort of the same thing, uh, two different spaces, but sort of set up the same way. And one, you didn't really know what the difference was, but you'd pick it. And something like 95% of the people pick the one that ends up having archways instead of square or rectangular walk, like, like this, like spaces between different rooms. So your doorways are archways. This is an archway. And I, of course, pick the archway one. And, like, I feel like that's, so that's maybe, like, a thing when I think in my future. Like, mm. ooh, maybe I could have at least that, not a certain No 90-degree angles in the future. Sure. Right? You know, maybe a, maybe a couple. Minimize 90 degrees. Yeah, minimize. architecture. Yannick so, architecture. But, you know, exactly. Yeah. The Yannick the Yonic architecture. Yeah, that's, that's something. I guess, like, I just think of, like, I mean, you said utopia, so I will just say it like real democracy. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a big that's circle. That's right. That's a big circle. That's a circle. You can't ever make it work right. You can't ever make it so that everyone really gets a voice. But if you could, that would be feminist <laughs> utopia. Yeah, something like that would be great. I feel like um, election day as a national holiday would be a great start, and women <laughs> yeah. on dollar bills. And when I say that, I mean twenties. Like, I'm not sure Women who should be on twenties. Honestly, like, Eleanor's you know the what? I don't know is why. she? I kind of like. I mean, are the best, though. they're the most I popular. Also, yeah, right. I mean, I would assume that that's who was the front runner. But I would also like. I'm like kind of like Harriet Tubman. I've got a question. If you could choose a mother and father that had to be musicians you listened to, hmm. who would they be? A mother and father, so yeah. okay. Joni <laughs> yeah. Mitchell mother or Carol King mother? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Carol King was obviously Interesting. my musical mom. Yeah, I think Joni Mitchell for me because I listened to her first before yeah. Carol King, and father. God, it's gonna take me a minute. I think because I feel like men in music influenced me so. Because there's so many more. For me, it's Dylan. It's like that's Dylan, the one I know you're first. You're like just first, I know and I know first. Joni first. Okay, so that's perfect. That's, that's so. Cute. Listen, that's really so, cute. so that's, that's, it, that's the answer. That's what it is. That's it's the um, Joni it's Mitchell, Mitchell and Bob, and Bob Dylan. Dylan. That's the that's answer. That's what it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm know? sorry. You could have had same sex parents. <laughs> so, no, like, yeah, 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 like you totally could have. We could, but you know what? We didn't. You want to know? We figured it out. Yeah. Here's what I have to say about it is that you better run, motherfuckers. Okay.